opinions expressed in the following program are provided for general information purposes only and should not be construed as advice from CJAD 800 or Bell Media. Listeners should always consult their own advisor with questions or concerns. The following is sponsored content. Money Matters with Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management, Scotia McLeod. Robin Flynn sitting in for Kelly Alexander this week. I know Kelly was in New York last week for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So I don't know if she's still partying with Janet Jackson and Def Leppard, but I'm happy to fill in today. Money Matters with Arnie's wig. Arnie's sitting right across from me. Nice hey, to Robin. see you again, Arnie. Good to see you. Super fun time to be here. It's beautiful outside. It's still daylight at 7 o'clock at night. It's yeah. amazing. Fantastic. And not just Arnie, but Ernie as well. If only your name was Bert, Arnie, then we would have Bert and Ernie in oh, but, wait, but it's the Arnie and Ernie show. Arnie and Ernie show. <laughs> it's perfect. Ernie Furt, tax specialist at Fuller Landau. Arnie Zweig, director of wealth management at Scotia McLeod. Good evening, gentlemen. Good, Good evening. evening. Now, it's a very fun and busy season because it's tax season. It's that <laughs> lovely time of year when your mailbox is full of T4s from all the little gigs you did throughout the year. Or maybe that's just me. <laughs> And you're trying to collect everything and figure out what you need to do. Uh, I'm lucky I have people to help me with my taxes, but not everybody does. And that's what you guys are here for, right? Right. So uh, as you said, the tax deadline is fast approaching. And most... Uh, people or many people don't have a system. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're looking through boxes and drawers for all of those uh, T4s that you alluded to and all the tax receipts. I myself have, a, you know, an accordion file and I, as stuff comes in, I put it away and it's all in order. You Red- already sorted and everything? It is a fantastic system. <clears throat> it only took 15 years of thought to implement. Do you open but- the envelopes, Arnie? Of course. Oh, That's good. how I know which slot to put them in. Anyways, I'm sure, Ernie, that you see uh, a lot of people who are disorganized. They used to call them shoebox uh, Shoebox, paper bags. That is literally bags. how I used to keep everything, was in a shoebox. Perfect. So, Ernie, what people, do you do? It depends how you get your receipts. Because a lot of receipts come in online. If you make mm-hmm. charitable donations, they come in online. Uh, you could get your your tax slips online too. Your your T fours can come online. Uh, your T four As, your T fives, T threes, they could all come online. Uh, medical expenses can come online. You can go to the pharmacy get receipts. So let let's deal with the online stuff right now. So just like you your little shoebox or your accordion folder, whatever you have, you can set up a folder mm. in your computer and call it tax stuff okay and include a year i bet is probably smart so you can sort that would be a good idea tax stuff 2018 tax stuff 2019 you know so hold it i see a pattern here (laughs) what what do i call it for 2020 tax Tax stuff stuff. okay (laughs) and how far back do you have to keep this stuff you know you're backing up regularly to your external hard drive Mm -hmm. you want to keep these folders you want to keep these folders generally the requirement is six years i say seven just in case you miscounted just just keep them at seven seven is a good number Mm -hmm. and and keep them and then you can get rid of everything inclusive of your tax assessments and stuff like that i've seen people had 20 25 years of stuff why what's the point of keeping that far back they have to keep it forever when you can just shred it and get rid of it after seven years. Yes, you can, but people like to keep stuff. 
Well, they haven't heard of Marie Kondo, I guess, who wants you to get rid of absolutely everything. Uh, you're listening to Money Matters with Arnie Zweig, special guest in studio, Ernie Furt, tax specialist at Fuller Landau. You can reach him directly at 514-908-4757. You can reach Arnie, uh, Director of Wealth Management at Scotia McLeod, 514-287-3684. His website, zffinancial.ca. But they are here for you right now. So any questions you have about your taxes, give us a call. 514-790-0800 is the number to call. And if you're a little too shy, you can always text us 514-800 and we will try and get to as many as we can before 8 p.m. Now, gents, we just started. We're only a few minutes in here. We already have somebody on the line who has a question. Well, let's go to Wayne from Laval. Wayne from Laval. (laughs) How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. What's your question today? Okay, I'm I'm doing uh, the taxes for somebody that is on welfare, and they were living alone in an apartment. Now she is living um, in a place where there's more than one person in the house. In other words, she's renting a room downstairs. So the question is, um, they have a line on there, living uh, if you're living alone, and. I'm not sure if that refers to with a common-law partner or husband or child or whether it just means people in the same place. It means people in the same place because the living alone uh, credit is in Quebec only, and uh, you have to be living alone. Uh, you could be living with your brother, your sister, uh, a bunch of friends, and you're not living alone. Okay. All right. I, I- that answers the question. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks for calling, Wayne. If you want to call in, 514-790-0800. Grab those lines. Uh, why do you get a credit for living alone? Because the Quebec government decided to do that. What's the what's their infinite genius and wisdom in behind it? Can't tell you. Like, I, I don't know what the advantage would be in living alone. Are they assuming that it's more expensive? It is Because you're expensive. not sharing you're expenses? Not, you know, if you live with, with a partner, mm-hmm. uh, then you're going to share expenses and it's going to be cheaper for you. So here, they're, they're trying to Give people a little bit of an assistance. Okay. That's probably the, the, the rationale behind it. Uh, we also uh, have... No, we don't have another caller. Sorry, I thought no, you were pointing. No, we have pointing. a text. We have a text. Hello, the Renovair tax credit. Is it true it's taxable the following year as income? I do I do not believe it's taxable. I haven't seen it being taxable. Renovair tax credit is, is, is something that's now officially gone. Right. Uh, March 31st, uh, if you had a contract in place, uh, you could have done the work this year. But if it wasn't, uh, if, if you want to do a contract today for doing home renovations, uh, too bad, so sad, you're out of luck, you're not getting this credit. Now, what exactly was the Renovair tax credit? That was if you were trying to make your home more environmentally friendly, right? Yes, there's a lot of environmentally friendly incentives in there if you were doing energy efficient windows and doors and stuff like that, which is what most people claim that credit for. So if you were planning on doing something this summer, you've been saving up too late, no tax credit for you? No tax credit for you, but it's going to be a nice renovation, hopefully a nice summer. (laughs) You'll at least save money on hydro costs because you have energy-efficient windows, right? Exactly. Uh, You are listening to Money Matters with Arnie Zweig and Ernie Furt in studio here to answer all of your questions. Kenny is on the line. He's in his car right now. Hi, Kenny. Hi, how are you? Pretty good. What's your question tonight? Well, I found out today my employer has been, uh, well, 2015, uh, I made a X dollars a year, and 2016, 2017, and 2018, they increased my salary on my T4s, and I didn't realize that I never checked my pay stubs. Uh, I did my, my, my taxes. I submitted my T4s, but I was 
theoretically overpaid on those three years by $8,000, and I never received that $8,000. So I'm asking, the gov- in the government's eyes, I have made that $8,000 because I use those T4s to submit. Does my employer owe me the $8,000 or the taxes that would have been paid on that $8,000? Ooh, that sounds complicated. It's not that it's it, it, it's complicated, but the, the 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 question is, what's going to happen? Will he issue amended T fours for those years? I I ha- I haven't approached them yet. I was I was doing something for my mortgage, and they asked me for my pay stubs and my T fours, and they didn't and match. The, man- the manager's going, well, you're not. It, it doesn't jive. So then I went back and I looked into those three years. And in fact, my salary went up over those three years on the T4s for $8,000, but I didn't get that money. Okay, so what I would do is I would go back to your employer and and ask him to issue amended T4s for the years in question, and then go ahead and refile the tax returns for the year with the T1 or TP1 adjustment, and the government will refund the money that that you overpaid. That I would have been assessed on that eight thousand. That is correct. Okay. Now, if I don't do that, uh, I mean, does would my employer number one would my employer be responsible for the costs of doing that through my accountant? This is something that you're going to have to discuss with yeah, your okay. employer. So I, I just, all right. All right. Fair enough. All right. Thank you for your call, Kenny. I hope that helps. Is that something that companies do? Is there like I can see this as being maybe some sort of counting error. They made a mistake, but could they have made it look like they were paying him more? Would that be advantageous at all? It's not advantageous. It, 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 it's an error. Okay. And, and, yeah, and there, errors be, happen. There'd be no benefit because the employer would actually have to pay on the CSST and all benefits right. based on that. So right. it'd be a cost as well. If there's a cost to the employer. There's going to be a cost of amending it. Somebody's going to have to pick up the cost of preparing uh, and refiling those tax returns. And they'll have to deal with it. Yeah. You're listening to Money Matters with Arnie Zweig, special guest in studio, Ernie Furt. You can reach Arnie with, you can reach Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management at Scotia McLeod at 514-287-3684. Ernie Furt at Fuller Landau, 514-908-4757. Uh, right now, the time is 7.15 here on CJD 800. Before we check traffic, uh, I just want to let you know, coming up, we are going to talk about a new app. Yes, things are getting easier. Money Matters with Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management, Scotia McLeod. 719 is the time on CJD. Robin Flynn sitting in for Kelly Alexander. I'm here with Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management at Scotia McLeod. You can reach him at 514-287-3684 or online zffinancial.ca. We also have Ernie Furt, Tax Specialist at Fuller Landau in the studio right now. He can be reached 514-908-4757. But if you want to talk to them right here, Right now on CJD 800, give us a call at 514-790-0800. Rita and Jill are on the line. We're going to get to them in just a moment. But is it true you can finally, finally pay your taxes with an app now? You can pay them by PayPal, but federally only. Federally only. Okay, so when is Quebec going to get on board well, with this? Quebec is a little slower on certain things. You know, you have with Quebec, you, you can pay online. You, that you can do, you know, to transfer the money from your bank account. You can pay by check normally, like everybody else does, or you could pay it at the bank. Okay. Okay. That those are your your ways of doing it. And, and I, I have issues because I deal with a lot of non-residents, uh, and the non-residents have to to cut a check. They can't even go online. Wow! Wow! 
But if you want to pay them federally online, you can absolutely yeah, do that. You could do bank transfers too federally. Uh, they're a little bit more avant-garde in that. In, <laughs> in, in, they can, you know, by credit card or through PayPal. It's all kinds of things. You could pay it in person. Uh, it doesn't say you can pay in cash, but I, you know, I'm not sure. That would be kind of fun, though. You bring a briefcase. Of, well, yeah, they probably little... ask where it came from. Maybe. <laughs> the source maybe. of funds. <laughs> uh, you're listening to Money Matters with Arnie and Ernie in studio here on CJD 800. Uh, let's start with Rita in Montreal. She has a question uh, about STM taxes. Uh, can you claim STM on your, your taxes? I'm sure that's Rita's question. Rita? Yes, that's my question. Um, can we use um, the receipts that we get for STM Opus Card, um, which is our transportation. We have been able to use them every year for many years, but I was told that for 2017 we or 2018 um, they are not accepted any longer. That's unfortunately that's a correct statement, and I believe it was last year, uh, by June of last year, that they weren't being accepted anymore because there was a budget change, and uh, on the federal side, and and you can no longer uh, claim your monthly bus passes or train passes. Can I use them up to the to May? That's of seventeen. You're doing an eighteen tax return, I assume, right now. Yes. So, no, there's nothing that you can claim in that regard. Okay, fine. Thank you very much. Thank you for your call, Rita. So, Ernie, a a lot of people must make mistakes and are misinformed. What deductions and credits do people often miss? Well, certain people miss moving expenses. Okay, if they if they make a qualified move, they move province to province. Not you're moving from uh, downtown to the West Island. That's not that doesn't work. So you you have to move 40 kilometers closer to your place of employment. So if you lived in Ontario, for example, and Hawkesbury, and you decided to come to to, to work at CJD every morning, and then all of a sudden you said, you know what, I'm sick of this drive, Mm -hmm. and and I'm going to move downtown. And so those moving expenses would be deductible. Very Uh, cool. You know, that's one thing. Is that up to a certain point or... Well, as long as the reasonable moving expenses, you should be fine, and okay. and, and uh, up to the amount that you're earning. Obviously, you're not going to create a loss uh, for for moving expenses, or it won't be worth it. Uh, people miss their tuition credits, medical credits, home buyers credit. If you bought a new home and you haven't had one an, a, a home in the past four years, or if you're just been renting forever, and all of a sudden you and your significant other decide to buy a home, there's a there's a home credit. There's a home credit federal. There's a home credit Quebec. That's good to know because my husband and I are looking at buying our first home. Oh, so <laughs> now you can also take now the federal government made a nice little change uh, recently with respect to pulling money out of your RSP. Right. So if you have money in your RSP and if you you know you can pull it out and and I believe the repayment period's fifteen years and it's kind of rateably over to over to fifteen years or however quickly you want to do it or if you have a TFSA you can pull money out of there and it won't cost you anything. Wow. Okay. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of fun and interesting ways to 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 pay for a home. Mom and dad is a good way too. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> the bank of mom and dad. Bank of not mom everyone and dad. has a bank of mom and dad <laughs> well, to withdraw how about from. Grandma and grandpa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favorite uncle and aunt. Yeah, no? maybe. Um, you had mentioned medical expenses yeah. there. I think a lot of people don't realize what is considered a medical expense even just before the show you and i were chatting you noticed i was wearing these lovely ray-ban glasses are those new you said and you don't realize that that is considered a medical expense it's not just a fashion accessory one thing that's a really good resource 
is the CRA website. You can just jump uh, onto the CRA website, type in the word medical expenses, CRA, uh, on, on your intergoogler, and, uh, <laughs> you, uh, and you'll be able to get a list of all kinds of medical expenses, a list of eligible medical practitioners that change from place to place. And, and there's weird stuff that you can do. You know, if, if you happen to be uh, physically handicapped and you have to fix your driveway in a certain way, that could be a medical expense if you ha if you're uh, need gluten free products because uh, you know you, you you have a certain condition. A celiac. Uh, a celiac. Or... If you if you if you're diagnosed with celiac, the gluten free products you can get a medical expense credit for that. Uh, so I can buy a bag of gluten free potato chips and claim that. On... Well, I think there's there, there, there are certain limitations. You have to you have to look at what it says that okay. you can claim, and it has to be. It has to be an eligible one, but but it is there. Uh, you know, people forget simple stuff like glasses, orthodontics, uh, medical services not available in your area. They forget their prescription drugs that they take because there's a co-insurance that you're paying. You're paying the Quebec prescription drug plan potentially, or, or you have an employer-provided plan. Mm -hmm. And even with the employer-provided plan, there generally is a co-insurance whereby you're paying... Let, let's say 20% and the, and the company's paying 80. Uh, there's the cost of that plan. Uh, so so that's, the, the, that, that's a medical expense. So they add up pretty quickly. And, and one thing, a couple little tit, uh, tidbits and, and hints you could do is, is for your prescription drugs, go to your local pharmacy, just deal with one pharmacy. It's a lot easier for you. And then ask them for an annual detailed summary. The detailed summary will be acceptable by the government. And it's going to tell you all the prescriptions you did in a year and how much you paid for them. And uh, it'll cost you five bucks, but it's worth the five bucks because the other one, it just tells you a number and they give it to you for free, but it won't pass uh, it won't pass audit with the, uh, with the CRA and MRQ. And the other thing that you could do is if you, if you do have and you're fortunate enough to have employer provided uh, health insurance, you can go on to that provider's website and draw down a summary of uh, of what you submitted, less what they paid, and then what you paid is the difference. And that's a medical expense. You're listening to Marnie Matters with Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management at Scotia McLeod. Ernie Furt, Tax Specialist at Fuller Landau, joins us in studio tonight. We are talking taxes, all of your tax issues and tax questions before it's too late. The deadline is fast approaching, April 30th. Uh, but if you're quick and you want to get them in early, that's just fine, too. They've been accepting electronic returns at the Canadian Revenue Agency since February 18th. So join the party. Get your tax returns in and join this party right here. We're answering all of your questions. Questions. We have more coming up after. This edition of Money Matters is brought to you by Arnold's Zweig of Scotia McLeod. Money Matters with Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management, Scotia McLeod. Robin Flynn sitting in for Kelly Alexander. Time quickly approaching 7.36 here on Money Matters on CJD 800. Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management at Scotia McLeod, can be reached at 514-287-3684 or online at zffinancial.ca. Ernie Furt also in studio today. Tax Specialist of Fuller Landau, 514-908-4757, the best number to reach him. But you can reach them both here and now, 514-790-0800. Time to get your tax questions in. Uh, and I want to make sure I get this one in before you go, Ernie, because selfishly, I need to have my tax questions answered <laughs> as well. So I just got married in November of last year. Thank you very much. Now, how does this change what I do with my taxes? Does it change it at all? It does. Well, you 
you guys have to file together. Okay. Uh, you are, Even though we only got married in November, uh, yeah, you okay. indicate a date of marriage on the uh, on the tax return, and you're going to be aggregating. Uh, the lower in- earning spouse will uh, you can claim medical expenses on that person. Okay. Okay, on the Quebec on the federal side, and you aggregate both sides of medical expenses. I just don't remember if it's from the date of marriage or not. Okay. Uh, on the Quebec side, let's look at next year. You're going to have to aggregate both incomes to come to a threshold. So it's kind of you know punitive in, in that regard because there's no there's no you know floor. Um, it's good to put the donations together as well. Uh, Quebec has a lot of credits that are income driven. So the income is aggregated between the uh, between the two of you. So you may or may not be able to to gain access to some of those credits that you would have been able to gain access to before. Okay. So b- getting married sounds like it sucks for your taxes. <laughs> I mean, it's great for romance and stuff, but but it's not so great for taxes necessarily. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh well, I was hoping maybe there would be like, "Hey, you just got married. Here's well, this great it, tax credit because you planned a wedding." Yeah, there's a wonderful <laughs> tax credit if if one of the spouses isn't working. You know, you okay. can claim the spouse as a credit. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess eventually, if you have kids and one of you ends up staying home, that's a possibility. That's where it factors in. That's right. Okay, so it's not all doom and gloom. It's not all doom and gloom. <laughs> Please get married. It's a wonderful thing. It is. I have to say, it is pretty wonderful. Uh, 514-790-0800. We have a whole bunch of texts coming in, Arnie, that we're going to get your expertise on as well. Uh, but let's start here uh, with Jill. She's in St. Henry, and I know you have a question about school fees, right, Jill? Yes, exactly. I went to, school, to university for five years. Um, the last year I was there was 2009, 2010. And I had a whole bunch of, like, school like books and stuff that I um, paid for it. I, I I never claimed them because I didn't make enough money at that point and I saved it up and then I completely forgot what the amount was but this year when I did my taxes I saw on the bottom of my notice of assessment what the total was and I was wondering if I if it, if it's too late for me to claim that or if I like should can go back and claim it on previous years how would I go about uh, working with that amount because it's a fairly large amount that's over six thousand dollars okay so Effectively, what it, what happened is throughout those years, you were filing tax returns and you weren't able to use your tuition uh, t- tax credits and education deduction. So exactly. So yeah. so the tuition stuff added up, and now you have about six thousand. I've seen I've seen people who've had sixty thousand because wow. they went to school in the states. Jeez. Okay, so that's possible. Now the good news is you can claim that now. You don't have to go back because you had no income back then. Now you're working, I assume. Or, yes. Uh, so that's great. You, you're going to get a tax credit with respect to that. Just make, okay. Just now, make sure you put I've it already... as a carry forward. You filed for uh, this year? Yes, I did. Okay. You can you could file an amended uh, okay. in order to claim uh, those tuition tax credits. Now, now you... the only thing is I don't have those, like, the, the um, like receipts and everything from the books and all of that. You don't like, need them. Me... You don't need I them because they have the okay. record already, Jill. Okay. Good. So I just I just need to do an amendment and then they'll fix everything. I I have to like they have, I just fill out a form online and and yeah. can I submit T one adjustment? It's called Pardon a me? T one adjustment. Okay. And then I I I have to mail that in or I can do it electronically. I believe you can do it electronically. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Does good. that answer Thank your you question, much. Jill? Yes, absolutely. It's very good news. Excellent. Well, I'm happy. Good news is what we are in the business of right here <laughs> on Money Matters. Money coming back to my pocket. That's, That's always wonderful. a good thing. Thanks so much for calling. Put it in your RRSP. 
Yes, I. You know, I just opened an RRSP last week. You Fantastic. know, and I'm told I'm late. I'm 31, and I, everyone You're not late, was, were like telling me I gotta do it. I gotta do it. So I finally did it. Well, are you also part of a pension plan? Yeah, I am through my employer. So as long as you max out whatever is available to you. So max out your pension plan. And if you're allowed to contribute to it, make it contributory. Uh, do RSP contributions. And 31 is not too late. No, I'm no. okay. You're on time. Okay. But, but don't I've, I've don't just forget pa- to pay your rent and pay your taxes. Right. And, and well, I only no, finished get paying. Get your husband to pay that and you can save. Mm-hmm. Uh, will that work? Uh, I make more money than my husband, so I don't know. All the more reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, there was a text message that also sort of tied in with Jill's question. Mark from DDO texts in at 514-800. I have two children. One goes to Dawson. One goes to university. Can I claim their tuition fees and book expenses on his own taxes? Well, what happens is you aggregate, and this year it's only tuition fees that's aggregated. You don't, you no longer get an education credit or an amount for books. Okay. So you aggregate the tuition fees. Now Dawson's tuition fees is not that high, uh, but the university ones can can generate per semester probably three three to four thousand dollars. So that's okay. eight thousand um, dollars, and you can. If they ha- if they cannot use them, the kids, then you can transfer up to five thousand uh, dollars of of tuition to you as a parent. It's either transferred uh, to the mom or dad, uh, and uh, the balance carries forward in the child's return. Uh, f- you know, for them to use them, just like Jill is using hers now. Uh, Ernie Furt, voice you just heard right there. He's a tax specialist at Fuller Landau. Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management at Scotia McLeod. Uh, we have John, who's on the line right now in Villamar. John, what's your question? Yeah, good evening. Good Hi. evening, John. Hi. My question is, uh, earlier on you had somebody... <coughs> excuse me. You had somebody earlier on that uh, you mentioned if you live alone, you could get a tax allowance from the, from the Quebec government. It's not a tax allowance. It, it, it's an it's a credit for living alone. Okay, where do I pick up that form at, at uh, Complex Desjardins? You can pick up a tax form at Complex Desjardins, but but it's on the regular tax form. If you have a regular tax form, uh, it's one of the line items on the uh, on the on the return. Would you remember which line number? Mm, no, I don't really remember line numbers, but I, but you know what? In a commercial break, what I'll do is I'll take a look and see where it is, and then I'll take uh, and then I'll tell you where it is. Uh, just keep listening to the show. Okay, thank you very much. Perfect. Thank you so much for calling, John. Really appreciated. Uh, Mark, I see you on the line in Dorval. We are going to get to you after we check traffic. I want to get to another text message before we go to uh, Kira Yeager. Uh, This one coming from Kat in Montreal. My dad was born in 1915, but has been living in the same house for the last 30 years. Can he now apply for the grant for seniors to offset a municipal tax increase since he became 65 years old? The answer is yes. If there is a municipal tax increase, it should say so on your real estate tax bill. But I've been looking for this on real estate tax bills. This has been around for a few years. I've been looking for it. There's supposed to be a special box. It's a Quebec credit. Mm -hmm. I could never find this special box. So speak to your municipality and see how... It, you can prove this increase to them other than giving them two tax bills um, and uh, go ahead and claim that credit. Arnie, anything you want to add? Not on uh, senior tax credits, but no. on senior investing. We can deal with that after we come back. 
Sounds like a good plan. We're quickly approaching 745 here on CJD. You're listening to Money Matters with Arnie Zweig and Ernie Furt, special guest in studio this evening. Uh, we also have a text message I would really like to get to from Steve about deductions, possibly for parents paying child support. We'll answer his question coming up. This edition of Money Matters is brought to you by Arnold Zweig of Scotia McLeod. Money Matters with Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management Scotia McLeod. Robin Flynn sitting in for Kelly Alexander. Now, John called in and had a question about a specific line item and where it could be found. Ernie, I think you found it. I did break. find it. It's it's line 361. It's the amount for age, amount for person living alone, uh, and amount for retirement, all rolled up into one line. Now, that's Ernie Quebec first. Quebec return. Tax specialist at Fuller Landau, Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management at Scotia McLeod. He's waving. You can't see because it's radio. It's radio. <laughs> but it was a good wave. Yeah, it was a very good wave. I think it really transmits very, very well. Uh, now, I mentioned Steve had texted in at 514-800 about deductions of being available for parents paying child support. Are there any sort of deductions? Not anymore. There was a there was a case many years ago, I think it was in the early 90s, called the Thibodeau case. Okay. So child support is, uh, you know, alimony is okay, but not child support. Because what happens with alimony is, is the, the person paying it gets a deduction and the person receiving it uh, gets, uh, you know, gets to be taxed on it. Right, because so, it's income. Because it's income to them. That, that right. That's how it works. But with, um, with with the child support, they, they said it's n- neither a deduction nor income. So... I hope that answers your question, Steve. Uh, We have a bunch of people on the line, so let's try and get to as many as we can before we have to wrap up here. Does that sound good, gents? Perfect. Awesome. Okay, let's start with Mark in Dorval. He's been waiting on hold for a long time, very patiently. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Very good, yourself? Very good. What's your question this evening? Uh, The question is, like, uh, I was told that when your last parent uh, dies and she still has the house, when she does her last uh, income tax, she, she will, it will be uh, considered a tax gain, a capital gain, because for 40 years, the, the value of the house is uh, way more than what she bought. Okay. There's... Or if, and if she, if she sells it before she dies, then it doesn't apply. It's like you selling a house. Is that true? No. That, uh, effectively, what you can do is, is if she lived in that house the whole time uh, yeah. and she never rented that house out, and never declared another place as a principal residence. You can claim a principal residence deduction with respect to that house uh, for both federal and Quebec, and not pay any tax on that gain. And, and Even then, if she's not living. Pardon? Even if she's not living. Yeah, but at the date of death, you have to file a tax. Her last tax return. Yes. Yeah. And on that return, that's what you should do. You have to get a value of the house at the date of death. And and make the claim for a principal residence exemption at that time because everybody when they die, uh, and the good and the houses and the assets all go to kids and other relatives and not to a husband husband or wife, then they're okay. deemed to dispose of everything at fair market value, including a principal residence. Well, you just appeased a lot of people here. <laughs> Perfect. Happy to hear it. I'm pleased. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for your call, Mark. Uh, we had a text from Emma, guys, that came in. Uh, thanks for your expertise and show. Greatly appreciate it. Would you help clarify how to calculate investment account capital gains or losses for income tax purposes, please? Would I just rely on what is indicated on the tax slip issued by the institution, or is there a calculation or bookkeeping involved on my part to make sure I'm doing this correctly? Okay. 
You could do the bookkeeping that you want. Effectively, when you buy a security, you could record the cost of the security plus any commission you're paying on the way in. And then when you sell it, uh, you record you know what you're getting. And the difference is your capital gain and loss, and you can compare it to what the broker gives you. And if you see that your broker is consistently correct, then that's fantastic. The place where the broker may be wrong is if you've switched brokers over the course of your life. And when you transfer in the securities, you don't give them the, the original cost. So the only cost that the broker, the new broker, will have is the transferred in cost. And that can create a little bit of a problem. See, and that, that's the accountant talking about reporting. I, as the uh, you know representative of the financial institution, will say there's a little disclaimer on any of those capital gain, mm-hmm. uh, gain loss reports that say this is for information only because the the banks aren't auditing them right so you'll find mis uh, errors of uh, book costs you may find an issue with a uh, exchange rate so really to do it be a hundred percent perfect is to sit there and match your slips which sounds like 100%. part of a, an arduous task right depends how much you trade if you if you're a buy and holder it may not be that bad if you're a day trader have fun Oh, boy. Uh, 514-800 if you want to get any of your questions in. Uh, Maria is on the line. She has a property tax question. Hi, Maria. Maria, are you there? Yes, I'm here. What's your question, my dear? My question is about a property that I inherited back in 1984. Now, there was a one-time dividend credit given by the government, and um, I took part of it. And um, I haven't been uh, claiming any uh, capital... uh, allowance. So I just put uh, a line through it. And uh, if I sell my property, and I can't find the paper, you know, the tax papers where I initially, how much I took of that uh, tax, uh, dividend tax credit, would the government have a record of that? Or how would I establish that? Okay, Maria, what I believe you're talking about is, is years ago, we used to have a capital gains exemption. And then, yes, and then yes. all of a sudden, they decided that they're going to abolish the capital gains exemption, but they, they allowed everybody to do an election, uh, right. a, a choice of up to the gains uh, on the properties, uh, on either stocks or bonds or, 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 or on a rental property or on whatever it may be. Right. And, and, and that would have been done on a form called the T664. And right. the government, in fact, does have a record of that. Okay, oh, so you okay. can call up uh, the. Uh, I would call up the CRA, Canada right. Revenue Agency. I do not have the phone number here, but okay. you can you know just look it up online and uh, call them up, give them the, the the information, and they probably have it somewhere. Okay, that was back in the eighties. Yeah, I I, 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 no, it was back in the nineties. I think it was ninety four. Oh, oh. Uh, I believe it was ninety four. Right, right. Okay, I was curious about that because I'm thinking of selling the property and, you know, I have to put a value on it and I wasn't sure of what value would go on that, it. You, you know? mean the cost? That would, the, that would yeah, be your cost. cost. Yeah, 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 that would be a cost. That's right. Deductible against the uh, whatever the I get for it, I guess. Right? Yes, but it's not your principal residence, is it? It's a rental property. Okay, fine. And, and yeah. you've never claimed depreciation? No. Okay, no, so fine. Because 
you have to pay it back. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that answers my question. Thank you very kindly. And Maria, I looked up the phone number for you, Canadian Revenue Agency, 1-800-267-6999, toll-free number. Toll-free number, and they're open late, so you can even call them now. Oh, wow. That's great. It's tax season. Are they always open late? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Only this time of year. Uh, This is an interesting question. My sister was diagnosed with cancer in April 2018. She passed away in January. Is she eligible for medical disability tax credits on her filings for 2018? If she was disabled, the doctor has to certify if she was disabled. And is a cancer diagnosis? Could that be considered? No. No, not to my knowledge. That's, That's not a disability. Okay, good to know. Uh, Jack is on the line in Montreal. Jack, uh, I know you have a question, but you got to ask it super quick because we're running out of time here. What's your question, my friend? Can you deduct or claim a deduction from Quebec revenue, uh, the recovery tax, old age recovery tax? No, well, the old age recovery tax, if, you, if, you, if you're a senior uh, receiving old age security from the Canadian government and your income is over the threshold, the, the, the federal government claws it back. On the Quebec side, you do get a deduction for the amount of that clawback. Oh, they didn't recognize it. They claw me back and they say they don't recognize it. Well, they should be recognizing it because it's on a, there is a line item number that does it. Well, on the Quebec return. I put it on 246 and they didn't recognize it. Interesting. Something I guess you would have to look into a little bit further? Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why they would have done that. You put, you put it on line 246. Yes. Uh, deduction from overpayment to you. All age security pension right there. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, and they didn't recognize it. Strange. So shall I call them again and say that? Call them again and, and, and you know, you're going to give them a copy of your federal return and your federal assessment that shows that you were, in fact, clawed back for the amount and then they should recognize it. Okay. Perfect. Thank you for your call, Jack. I'm sorry. We have to run. We are way over time here. Sorry, guys. No worries. There's just so much information to get to. very informative. Super informative. Ernie Furt, tax specialist at Fuller Landau, can be reached at 514-908-4757. Arnie Zweig, Director of Wealth Management at Scotia McLeod, 514-287-3684 or online at zffinancial.ca. Gents, thank you very much. Thanks a bunch, Robin. And uh, happy tax filing, everyone. And many happy returns. Uh... (laughs) Yeah.